I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. G'day guys, just a reminder that our Supercoach merchandise, the Winners Win and the King Pretender t-shirt, they will be available until Sunday, the 12th of September. So you've got about five or six more days. They'll be closing on Sunday, that entire pre-sale. So if you'd like to dive in on one of those, head to the website, www.rugbyleagueguru.com.au. Buy your Supercoach merchandise there. Support me or G up a couple of your mates in your competition or more importantly, declare yourself as the champion. Thanks for your supports, legends. Let's kick off the podcast. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. The Devils get the score. It's farewell. It's farewell. And he heads it in. He's got the fair goal. He's got the premiership. He has gone from, as I said, a captain to a legend. And probably rugby league immortality. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We normally have a preview for the entire round of footy. We're going to change it up for finals footy. I'm really looking forward to this. You would have seen on Instagram, we did this about a year ago. We've brought it back for the finals this year. We're going to do it for each and every game. It is going to be the coach's clipboard. And we're going to dive into the clipboards of Craig Bellamy and of course of Desley Hasler. These two kick off Friday night, uh, Blockbuster Clash. I personally think this game could quite possibly decide this premiership. I think that the winner of this gets on the easy side of the draw, the better side of the draw. I think the loser of this has to go the hard way around. They have to take on Penrith. They essentially have to win two grand finals in a row uh, to win the grand final. So this game is crucial for me. I've got the coaches' clipboard, which is, of course, the things that I think the coaches will be looking at heading into this week. I give you three main points that I think will be three of the vocal things that, for example, Craig Bellamy will be focusing on this week when it comes to the Manly Seagulls. And then and what Des Hazler will be focusing on when it comes to the Melbourne Storm. Now, if I could put down 10 points, I would. But these are the key three that I think could really decide these games of football. So we're going to kick off with Craig Bellamy's clipboard first. The three things that I believe he will be focusing on this weekend heading into his clash with the Manly Seagulls. Now, of course, the standout, the number one is Tom Travojevic. There is no doubt about it whatsoever. This will be Craig Bellamy's biggest test is stopping Tommy Turbo. Now, granted, he did a good job against him last time they played, but Turbo still came up 
with, you know, five line break assists. It was an unreal game from him. Yes, it was quiet compared to his other performances, but it was still pretty solid. Now, you got to remember with Turbo, he hasn't played a heap of finals footy. I think he's played a grand total of two games of finals footy. So he's pretty new to this arena. He's shown that the State of Origin arena, he can own that. He can handle himself there. But a big test for Tom. And look, what I've got written down on the coach's clipboard here for Tommy Turbo, uh, the man's a stop in this side. The best way to defend Tom is to win the middle third and minimize momentum opportunities. Now, does Tom Trevojevic need to be on the front foot to dominate? No, he doesn't. But is it easier for him to dominate when he's on the front foot? Most definitely. I'm not exactly sure how they're going to stop Turbo. I know that when I spoke to Brett Finch about the 2009 grand final against Hayne, they just had a call that you all went up up on him and you all chased on him. But he's a very different footballer. Tom Trevojevic, he doesn't float along the line like what Haynesy used to do. He doesn't sort of bounce in and out of tackles and then go through somewhere. He just goes direct. Now... Yes, he scored that try against the Cowboys the other day. That was very Hayne-esque. Let's be honest here, he's not going to do that against Melbourne. And that's not really how Tommy plays. He doesn't drift across the line for 60-odd metres and then go through gaps. That's not how he goes about his footy. The Cowboys, that was just really poor defence on the weekend. That won't be happening against Melbourne. If Tommy's going to get the better of you, it's going to be down the, the through the centre third. And that's where you need to win the ruck. You need to win your tackles. Second phase footy needs to be kept to a minimum. Offloads are going to be key. And just manly winning tackles. Because if they get on the front foot and your defense isn't set, you know what Tommy Turbo is going to do. He's going to jump in to first receiver. He's going to go in between your A and your markers. And if they're not set, Tommy Turbo, he is going to light you up. As far as it goes when he gets the ball out the back, that is just hold on for dear life. But those plays out the back, they're only as good as the three tackles before that if you win the ruck or not. So that's the key with Tom Travojevic for me. And to be honest with you, if you said that about anyone else, it would sound crazy. But that's how good this bloke is. I'm sure that a smarter guy than me, like Craig Bellamy. He'll have something else up his sleeve, but he's obviously number one. Number two, I've gone a little bit left field. I've gone with Ola Kawatu. He's obviously the right edge second rower. I think this guy is criminally underrated in our game. A sensational player, and it's his combination with DCE, who I'll give you a little hint. He's number three on our list, but this guy, he's got a bit of X factor to him. Everyone's talking Josh Schuster out on that left side. I think you'll see a big performance from DCE in this game, and I think this is the back rower he'll be going to a lot. They've got a really good combination, and this guy, he can can skittle two or three guys. He can get a quick play ball. He can get an offload. He's going to be key. Now, you quite often see them swing back to the left-hand side as well, the Manly Seagulls. They can go to either side realistically, but the way that they shift the ball, if there's an offload on the left edge, they'll be they'll have the ball over to the right edge within two or three seconds. They're like the old Raiders of the 90s. They're not afraid to throw the seed around, and this guy, he's going to be key. Whether he's getting it on second phase footy, whether he's getting an offload, he just generates so much momentum for this team. He's definitely a guy that I think the Manly, the Melbourne Storm will be watching. For him, I've got written down, still criminally underrated in this side, the true X-Factor man on the right edge. Wrap up the ball and put him on his back. And this is key with this guy. You've got to be putting him on his back. If he gets through his elbows and knees, he gets a quick play the ball. That's where DCE jumps into first receiver, and that's when you get yourself into trouble. So for me, he is going to be a key guy for the Melbourne Storm to stop. Number three is DCE. Now, obviously a fantastic ball player. He's having a great season. His support players unreal as well. His support play probably doesn't have to be fantastic realistically because you've got a guy like Tommy Turbo that's pushing up on absolutely everything. 
For me, though, with DCE, it's the kicking game that's going to be key. And as we know, DCE, he does about 70%. I would even say more than 70% of the kicking for the Manly Seagulls. It could be up around the 80-90% sort of mark. And finals footy, it's always going to be a tighter game. It's going to be a closer contest. It's a night game up there. So as much as it is Redcliffe, it is going to be a little bit dewy. So your kicking games are going to be key. So it puts a lot of pressure on DCE. And if I'm Craig Bellamy, I need him to have one of the hardest nights on the boot he's ever had. He can kick off his right or off his left. He can do both, DCE, a skill set that is very, very underrated with him. But you need to be putting pressure on this guy. If he feels like he's in the pocket and he's under no pressure and he's got time with his kicking game, the Melbourne Storm forward pack, they're not doing their job. If their guys get to, you know, if they're at first marker on third or fourth tackle, you know it's going to DCE. I need all effort on him. I need pressure on him on every single play. Our kick chase, it needs to be, sorry, our pressure on the kicker needs to be fantastic on every play here. You know who's going to kick the ball. Foz might do three or four kicks a game. It won't be anything more than that. This game will be one on field position. The kicking games will be crucial. So no doubt about it. I think this is one guy Craig Bellamy will have written down. He can obviously sing the ball from side to side. He's a great ball player, but the kicking game is going to be crucial. I don't think there's going to be a heap of points scored in this game. It's going to come down to field position, and it comes down to the kicking game of DCE. So you need to be putting serious pressure on him. They're the three guys that I think Craig Bellamy will definitely have identified. Tom Travojevic, Alec Katoa and Cherry Evans. Are they the only three that will have impact? No, no way. There's a heap of other guys in this side that he needs to be watching. From Jerbo to Marty Tapao to Joshy Schuster, Morgan Harper, Brad Parker, Jason Saab, all these guys. These are just the key three that I think are going to be really important. Now we move to the other side. Desi Hasler taking on the juggernaut, the Melbourne Storm. Now for me, the three things that he needs to watch, and the first one's an interesting one. It's not a singular player. It's the hookers. Now, this is one of the best one-two punches I believe we've ever seen in rugby league. And I was the guy that was sitting on my ivory tower telling you Harry Grant had to play 80 minutes at the start of the season. How wrong I was. Shock me. Craig Bellamy knows better than the guru. This has been an unbelievable combination for the Melbourne Storm this year. It has been sensational. Brandon Smith, he comes on, he owns the first 20 minutes. And what he does, Brandon Smith, he's, you know, he doesn't have the best pass out of dummy half in the game. You see Munster blowing up at him all the time because he's throwing watermelons. But he's just so dangerous and he understands that even if his team doesn't win the game win the contest on the tackle before if he's five meters out he is just a little wombat and he just understands that he can get under these guys and he's near impossible to stop and what it does you see Brandon Smith and you watch the Manly Seagulls defensive line on Friday night you see them all lined up but if they're close to the line and he's a dummy half you see the A and the B they have to shrink up your two markers they're not square most of the time they're down on their knees the other guys have to push in because it's not a two-man job to stop this guy. You need to have four guys within about two metres of that play the ball to have any chance of stopping this guy. Also, you'll notice that the fullback, he'll tend to jam in there and then he'll be on his bike. And this is where it gets so dangerous in that first 20 minutes because you shrink essentially five of your 13 defenders within two or three metres of the play the ball. And if Brandon Smith just, just dishes that ball off, Munster catches, he passes, Hughes catches, he passes, all of a sudden... You've got five of the 13 players in this two metres of the field. You've swung the ball to the other side. There is space everywhere. You've got them on the back foot. You've got them sliding, panicking. It's all happening. If you swing early out to an edge, you can put in an early kick because you know your fullback is so worried about what Brandon Smith is doing that he gets stuck behind the ruck there. So a huge test for Tom Travojevic, no doubt. He's got one of the best positional uh, games in our competition, Tom Travojevic, but he is going to have to work hard, especially that first 20 minutes with Brandon Smith on the field. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Now, dare I say, hard as it is to handle Brandon Smith, your job gets even more difficult once Harry Grant walks on the field because all of a sudden, Brandon Smith, he jumps into the 13 role and he becomes lethal. I know we all think he's a fantastic hooker. No doubt he is. But I'm telling you, once Finucane's gone next year... Brandon Smith, he is going to be known as the best meters guy in this game. And he's going to come on in little stints. He's going to turn the game on its head like he did last year for the Melbourne Storm. And this is going to be the key. The moment that Harry Grant comes on, he's a fresh body that's tied forwards. The beauty of this as well, when you bring Harry Grant on the field, that's when you tend to see Tui Kamakamika and Nelson Asafa Solomona come on the field as well. They start with their consistent front rowers in Christian Welsh and Jesse Bromwich. And they bring these big boys off the back fence. They're causing havoc. Brandon Smith shifts into 13 and you've got the best running nine in rugby league for me jumping out there and causing havoc. If your markers aren't set, if your markers aren't talking to their A and B defenders this show will be over very soon. We saw what Harry Grant did the other night when he set up Ryan Pappenhausen. He honestly ducked out a dummy half about five metres to his left. He didn't even look dangerous. He didn't know what he was doing at that point but he's quick enough to get away from your markers. Melbourne get on the bat on the front foot as well which makes that easier and if your A and B defenders aren't talking, Harry will cut you to pieces. So no doubt whatsoever it's going to be a huge test for Desi Hasler. Once again, another one of these situations that I'm so thankful I don't have to try and stop these two because I think it's the best one-two punch in the competition. I'm tipping Harry Grant is going to have a huge, huge influence on this final series, especially the way that Craig Bellamy is using him. I'm not sure off the top of my head if anyone's ever won a Clive Churchill off the bench, but I'll tell you what, Harry Grant, I think he's a really good shot to do it. So the two hookers, that's the number one thing they have to stop. Number two, Ryan Pappenhausen for me. I think he's just starting to find his form again. You could see him last week scoring a couple of tries, pushing through the middle. And you know, similar to Manly's Jason Saab, whenever Melbourne get into space, they're just waiting to hear Pappy. They're waiting to hear where he is. You give him the ball and it's over. He's just so dangerous. And he's one of those guys, when he gets it out of the back, you just want him to pass the ball. And that would be my focus on Pappy. I would be forcing him to pass the ball as much as I possibly can. Because if he looks up and sees any space and takes it on, he's not the biggest guy the game, but he's one of the quickest, and speed is power. He tends to get his nose through whenever he does take off, and then they generate off the back of that. They get a quick play of the ball. They go again. Harry Grant takes off. You've got Jerome Hughes. You've got Cameron Munster. They all get on the front foot. They flood the center third, and then you're in serious trouble. Ryan Pappenhausen, he's going to be key. What I would say about him, and this is what I've got written down, might not be at his peak yet, but Pappy is still one of the most dangerous men on the park. Trailing tra- trailing defenders can't be lazy. Make him pass. So if you're the trailing defender, especially on those block plays, you need to be pushing. You need to be sh- shutting the gate. If he gets it out, out the back of, let's say, Kafusi, and you've shifted to your right, as soon as you know Pappy's got it, you need to be shifting out to your left because you need to help the man outside you and hinder his inside shoulders. Inside shoulders is where Pappy absolutely terrorizes people. 
the defense, they need to be sliding with each other. They need to be communicating and they need to be reacting very quickly as well. So Pappy, he's the number two guy to watch for me. You want to make him pass. You want to hit him. If you're going to get Pappy a little bit hesitant, it's probably right now. You want to whack him early. You want to get stuck into him and you want to give him a hard night at the office realistically. Number three for me, uh, it's the money man, Cam Munster. A guy that has had a pretty quiet season so far, but to me, and I've been saying it for a long time, he looks like a guy to me that's just waiting for the big stages. I said this last year, and he sort of got injured throughout the entire final series. Uh, did all right in the grand final, nothing overly special. Other guys sort of did their job better. But then we got to State of Origin when he had a couple of weeks to freshen up and everything, and you saw what Munster did. And that's the sort of footballer that Cam Munster is, and this is what has got me so excited about him. Now, it's sort of hard to prepare for Cam Munster at the moment because you haven't seen his best footy. You're sort of going back to tapes from a year or so ago. He's also got Justin Olam outside him who he's just dishing off to. For me... I think Nico Hines was an unreal footballer when he was in, but this team is better with Pappy, and I think Munster is better with Pappy as well. When you see Munster going to the line, he's got Olam outside him, Pappy inside him. He is just so dangerous. Now, he's one of those guys, he reminds me of Darren Lockyer in this way, that when you're defending Munster, you almost just want to let him come to you. And what I'm saying is that is you don't want to shoot up on Munster. If you shoot up on Munster and he bounces off you, and all of a sudden there's one man out of your defensive line, and Munster is playing off his head, you are in serious trouble. Darren Lockyer was the same. You never shot up on Darren Lockyer because you had to make the tackle. Most of the time you wouldn't and if you didn't, all of a sudden Lockyer just goes into instinct mode. Same as Cam Munster and it's on. You saw that try that he set up last year where he kicked through twice, then he put the kick to the sideline. That is just the instincts kicking in with a broken line. He got the ball when he wasn't expecting it. Markers were disarrayed. That left edge was disarrayed and he just clicks into gear and it's that sort of stuff that you can't defend. For me, if we're going up at Munster, we're going up as a line. I don't need any heroes going up and trying to put a shot on Munster, trying to shut him down. That's where you get trouble. Under Cam Munster's name on my coach's clipboard, I've got the X factor in this side. Strictly no dummies will come off his left foot against the grain. Don't shoot up on him. Hold your form. So hold your line in defense and you've got to watch that left foot. If they get you sliding and, 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 and he's got Pappy around on the outside, your defense is sliding. That's where Munster's left foot can just be so dangerous. But for me, that is the key to Cam Munster. You cannot shoot on him. If you shoot on him, you're going to make his life easy. He's too strong. He's one of those guys that when he's playing his best footy, he's one of the rare guys in this competition that, you know what, he can burn you, he can step you, or if he wants to, he can just run over the top of you. He can also beat you with a kicking game, a passing game. He's just got it all, Munster. You want to just let him play his game and, and just defend up on him in the most functional way you possibly can because as soon as you start shooting on this guy like Lockyer he clicks into gear and he starts playing instinctive footy and you simply can't defend it that's my coach's clipboard heading into Friday night's game as I said I think this game could potentially decide who are the premiers in 2021 a massive game I'm going to take the Melbourne Storm in this one. I think the night game, the kicking game is going to be massive. The first great experience in finals is going to be massive as well. I'm tipping a big game from Harry Grant and Cam Munster. If I was doing a same game multi, I think I'd pair those two up just quietly. That's my bet for this game, guys. Give me the Melbourne Storm in this one. I think they'll win this game about... 30 to 20. I think it'll be reasonably low scoring. I don't think either team will get over 30, and I think there'll be about 10 points in it. I think the Manly Seagulls will pull, still put in a good fight. I think Turbo will still play good footy. I wouldn't be surprised if he scores one and lays on one against Melbourne, just considering the form he's in. But I just think their defense overall will be too good, and with Pappy back in, their attack's going to be humming. Give me the Melbourne Storm in this one, guys. Anytime try scorers, I'm going to take Harry Grant, and I'm going to take Cam Munster. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 